It's yeah. either funny or it's not. Yeah. And if it's not, then something else will be. So. Hey, maybe you'll suck. Maybe you won't. Who knows? <laughs> Comedy writing tips from Luke. <laughs> it's either gonna be funny or it's gonna be shit. The few. No Hello, everyone, and welcome to Is This Music? This is not music, which is a barely comedic music review podcast. I'm Charles Ann, and sadly, I'm not able to return to hosting just yet. School is incredibly daunting. I will be back soon, I promise. On this episode, Joe is once again joined by author and musician L. David Hessler for the third time. If this is my third time, does this mean I'm a, I'm a strikeout? Like, I do I stop after this? Only if you want to. It's good to talk to someone about music who at least gets where I'm coming from because I don't think most people do. <laughs> Thank you for having me on. I it's all I this is one of my favorite things that I get to do. So I I love sitting around talking about music, but then also really enjoy talking about music that I don't necessarily like. So yeah, it's fun to be a hater for a little bit. <laughs> And uh, we we definitely do some of that. Speaking of which, I don't know if we were hating on, but we were kind of critical last time we talked uh, about Lil Nas X because that whole thing had just blown up. I said that I would listen, uh, right. you know, to any more efforts that he put out. Well, he did put out a seven song EP, and I listened to it thinking ah, it's going to be more corny ass shit. It's really good. Is it? It's really good. We can listen to some of that if you want, but like I, I'm floored, and I now, I'm now a fan. Like really? I, st- I still think Old Town Road is stupid, especially when you add all the, you know, the Billy Ray's and everyone else who has remixed it. But for sure, I still get cringy when I hear that that song. My wife loves it, and. God bless her. I guess I'll forgive her for it. I still have to take a hard pass on that one, but I'll check out the others because I remember you saying, I, you said something to the effect of I will, um, I'm interested to see what he what he produces. Yeah, that um, this was like his kind of first kind of big go around. So yeah, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, he this EP he demonstrates. I mean, and I don't I don't know how deeply other people collaborated with him, how much of the writing he did on his own, but he demonstrates a, a pretty broad range of, of styles. Oh, I, th- there was this a- anecdote I wanted to mention because I don't think Charlie had heard that episode, but I kept humming it around the house. She's just like, why <laughs> do you like that song or, or why, why do you keep humming it? And I'm like, you know, it just, it's been on my mind, you know, be- because of the, the podcast and whatnot. And she goes, I didn't even understand the lyrics to that the first couple times I heard it. I thought he was saying, I'm going to take my horse to the hotel room. <laughs> she was like, what are you going to do with that horse in that hotel room? <laughs> I want to hear that parody remix. I don't. That's awesome. But that's the thing about that song. As much as I don't like it, if you hear it, you're humming it for like the next 30, 40 minutes at least. It's catchy. Like, yeah. To say anything, yeah. it's catchy as hell. It's it's corny, and I don't like it thematically or anything. But, yes, it's so well-constructed as a pop thing. I still can't get over the line. My life is a movie. Rodeos and boobies? Oh, I, I don't even know. Like I, I vaguely read them once, and I couldn't care less what they are. But, but, here, let me play you a little bit. (laughs) 
This is fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> is, is that said with regret? I, it's, it's not, I'm not sold yet. I'll have to, I'll give it all a listen. Okay. That's, so I have to say one thing that being a part of this podcast has done for me, even though I, prior to li- be, being a part of the podcast, I, I thought that I was pretty open-minded musically. Uh-huh. Um, this has really helped me to explore even more music that I wouldn't have even thought about listening to which is sometimes terrible it's you find garbage but then sometimes you find stuff that you really like and that's cool too so um on the TV, heard that billboard took your chart in place. Heard your snippets on IG, man. Tell me what's the dropping days. My big sister's not bad. But anyway, yeah, one of these I think even has uh, an unannounced or un uh, unadvertised feature by Cardi B. Really? Yeah. I can see that. I can see, I mean, as much as it blew up, I could see people yeah. starting to jump in and. And trying to glom onto that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about it that's still. I mean, <sighs> like. To, I can't put my finger on it. Yeah, like neither of us are rap or hip hop guys. That's just. Yeah. We're, it, that's going to be. That's a hurdle. But, like, I, he just. He doesn't. I don't know. He seems earnest. His vocals come through so just. I don't know. Just the vocal timbre is pleasant. He has a good flow. He has good rhythms. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if he's writing these lyrics, but they're not the most obnoxious I've ever heard. I'll, I'll have to, I'll have to take a deep dive. I'll yeah. listen to it this week. Yeah. You said it's what <laughs> six or seven songs. Seven songs. Yeah. But yeah, like you were saying, I'm definitely not as open-minded as a person should be. And or I mean, musically, uh, I've I've been in a rut for ten years. So I think this, like you're saying, this podcast is good for for me personally because it, it forces me to to make an attempt to be open minded, you know. And yeah. I would I don't think I would have heard this at at all were we not trying to be two jackasses on 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 the internet. <laughs> right. There's something to be. I mean, it's the same thing. It's like it's good to be well read. Like current events and the news and to know what's what's happening and i feel it's there's a similar situation with music and and just pop music in general you get a sense of what mainstream culture is where it's going what it's been and i mean not that you have to be a part of that but just being aware of kind of that ebb and flow and what what is trending and and kind of where the pulse of the nation is i guess so i will say so i say all of that uh, I think as a preface to when we start discussing these songs, because as giddy as I become uh, at the thought of maybe dissing on some pop music, there were a handful of songs this week that I actually really liked. Uh, so okay. we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Did you happen to listen to Truth Hurts by Lizzo? Yes. Was that one of the ones you liked? Yes. I didn't realize this had come out like, uh, a year ago so it's i wondered if it was a little older yeah not old but i think it just 
forced its way onto the charts. But yeah, she, she she released this a while ago. Yeah, the, the lyrics are just great. <laughs> yeah, lyrically it's awesome. I love the the playfulness with the, the, the tone of her her voice throughout the, the song. And just the, the yeah, just the theme thematically, I think it's great. I was a little when the song first started playing uh-huh. I wasn't sure about the the music side of it. Um, then as soon as she started singing, I was I was 100% in. Yeah, I think that's something that unfortunately, because of our taste, something we have to get used to. It's like yeah. for 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 rap and related genres, it is so much more centered around the vocal storytelling, and we're I think both very used to instrumental, uh, you know, instrumentation to convey emotion. You know. Yeah. Then, um, so. One of the things that I thought of when I heard her vocally, uh, the band Tank and the Bangs. If you if you haven't heard of them, I I recommend their music as well. Tank um, and the Who? Tank and the Bangas, B A N G A S. Oh, Bangas. Okay, yeah. Um, they well, they won. Uh, I think a couple of years ago, they won the NPR Tiny Music Desk contest. Oh, okay. Um, but but yeah, that, like the style of the the singing and the lyrics, um, that was immediately that was kind of what drew me in because I love that band um, and I loved her. I love Lizzie's lyrics. So yeah, this was I like I said, I was all in on this one. I'd listen to this all day. Yeah. In fact, I was going to get a haircut and I was listening to this song in my car, like kind of blasting it. <laughs> like people are walking by. Like giving me sideways glances as I'm listening to the song, like jamming out to it, but <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah, you're like, hey, I'm getting a haircut. <laughs> I'm getting some encouragement from my girl Lizzo yeah. here, who's all about body positivity and self love because I'm good, <laughs> and I'll be better when I have this haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I was I was impressed by that. She had a, a good sense of humor and a pretty good message. So I wonder if she just was not particularly well promoted by her label. Um, I'm looking at my show notes now. It says the song charted two years after its initial release. But it's charting. Yeah, yeah that's good. Uh, I'm pulling up the bangers real quick. Uh, oh, and it's the actual Tiny Desk version. I would have been the eggs and uh... I would have been the grease. I would have been the milk. And I would have been the fruit. Oh, this is very, like... I would have been the vegetables. Nice poetry she, slam sort of thing. She does a lot of spoken word. That's That was the main reason I love this band. But... Got a flute. Oh, dude, this is like 25 minutes. This is awesome. I'm bookmarking yeah. this. I highly recommend that. Um, there been I I've pulled that up while I'm working so many times I can't even 
count them. But yeah, just talking about positivity and and I absolutely love the musical elements in that uh, in that band. But yeah, it's anyway. very chill jazz sort of. But like a uh, full band, like you've got a yeah. full like solid band. So yeah. I dig that. So who else uh, on the list that I sent you did you end up listening to? I believe I listened to all of them. Oh, okay. Uh, over the course of... Did it, any, <laughs> any others stand out to you as, like, must-listens? I liked Alligator, and I liked 100 Bad Days. Oh, you liked 100 Bad Days? For some reason, I think I didn't. Let me pull that back I, up. I've never heard AJR. Me neither. And, and I don't know, is that their first album, or have they been around for a while? Um, I think they've been around, I think... For several years, uh, let me see. What does it say? It says three brothers from New York doing hipster rock. Adam, Jack, and Ryan. That's how they got the AJR. I I should not like it, but the the um, the texture of the kind of marching band style of, of the music. I don't like the vocals as much. Yeah, no. Yeah, I I find yeah. that type of because it, it's not very melodic at all. It's it is the, the vocals. No, no, the the vocals are I guess are fine. I mean, I don't like that. I don't like that type of voice. Gotcha. No, but like just there's like it's just like dunk dunk dunk, just plunking keys repeatedly. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and then I hate that effect. Like. <laughs> That's it. So I, I have to say. Okay, now, yeah, the chorus is good because it's really full, really epic. Right. That's that's where where I really enjoy. Yeah, I just don't like when pop is just like here's one chord that I'm just gonna plunk rhythmically for like half an hour. You're like, come on, yeah. man. <clears throat> yeah, and the I'm not particularly fond of the vocals, but it's it's that that chorus, um, the music in the chorus really gets me. So I would say I don't like 100% like this, but there are parts of it that I I'm definitely into. Yeah, it, it has its strengths. Um, I guess I get why it's popular. I'm trying to articulate what my hang up about a lot of hipster music is and and I think it maybe as a tiny bit of toxic masculinity creeping into me in that like I don't like when dudes have higher voices you know but oh, like yeah. hey there is there are tenors in the world or whatever I'm probably one of them if I even tried to sing that's interesting because because there are some styles of music that I yeah that I have the same way that I I enjoy like a particular range. I, I feel like that kind of hipster falsetto is yeah, that's awesome. Um, like it's it's done a lot. It's kind of, it's overdone. I mean, the same way that like you've got your Cookie Monster vocals for death metal. Like well, it's, yeah, there's a lot of mediocrity and worse there. Right, and it's just a familiar sound because, and I can't even go back and pinpoint you know who might have been the first major you know big band that that had that style of vocal that took off and then everybody starts just trying to find the same vocalist for their music. Um, you know, to, to, again, like I've pointed out in the past, 
get their song in an episode of I don't know Grey's Anatomy or featured on a on an Apple like an iTunes playlist somewhere. Yeah, so like while you are making music, I mean, while there is a, a hipster audience for this music, the main audience is ad companies. You know, yeah, like, yeah, that's a little frustrating. Um, I yeah, I really. That was a weird tangent to go on. I'm probably going to delete all that. <laughs> Sorry. Ah. Okay, so you also liked Alligator by Of Monsters and Men? Yes. Okay, this is an Icelandic... Uh... I don't know what I was writing down. I, this turned into gobbledygook. I think I went <laughs> to write folk pop duo, but it says, Die, folk pop! <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, I don't remember my reaction to this. I will tell you why I like this one. I'm a fan of like droning rhythmic bass lines or guitar lines, just like the just droning on and on. And that was what struck me first with this one. Mm-hmm. And just that driving bass line. And then her voice, I appreciate her voice because it's it's just different enough from like a lot of female vocalists. Yeah. That it, it really piques my interest. Yeah, it cuts through this really nicely. It's yeah. it's unique. It's not what everyone's doing right now. It's not like a Halsey, like weird, breathy, whatever. It's not like a... She's just putting a, a unique sound out there. Yes, absolutely. And so, like, from... Um... Hmm? So, I... This is a weird... This is a weird thing that I do, but when I listen to music sometimes, um, I envision it. So I listen to a lot of music when I'm writing. So then I associate the music with the stuff that I've written or with just story in general. And then sometimes I hear songs and I'm like, that would, if I could make a movie out of one of my stories, or if I was able to, you know, produce a film, uh, this part. Yeah, this is good. Um, I would I would include this song, and that that rhythm that that guitar part, um, I really love that, and that's how they end the song. I just I think that's a really strong um, flourish to put into a song that that's otherwise pretty like straightforward you kind of know what to expect and then all of a sudden you get this thing that's more complicated or complex than than the rest of the song has been yeah and without sounding particularly like a lot of times when something's like weirdly complex it can sound pretentious and that didn't it sounded simpler than it is it's it's it sounds simple it's organic it comes right out of the song yeah Um, but if you like really listen to it it's it's 
I mean, it's a yeah, it's, it's like complex this, pattern. The song so. naturally grows to this point, to this passage, whereas a lot of a lot of times, like, oh, here comes the solo, and it just feels tacked on, you know. Yep. But yeah, I now on second listening. I enjoyed this more than I did the first time. So I imagine that song, I guess this goes right to back, right back to what you were saying about songs being for ads. But when I hear that song, I imagine that song being used in like a modern day version of the breakfast club, like as a, as like a new, does that make sense? Like that's Um, the feeling that I get from it. Yeah. I would not want to see that movie, (laughs) but it definitely would fit that. Maybe it would make that movie better. Uh, than what I imagine it would be. I'm like, don't don't have the Netflix produced Breakfast Club right. because it's just going to be 13 Reasons Why. You know, yeah. still feel by Half Alive. What did you think of that one? Nope. Nope. That was a big nope. Nope. That's right. a big no on on my part. So let us listen to about 10 to 30 seconds of that to see why. Oh, oh yeah, I remember not particularly caring for this either. Oh yeah, again with the dude voice. That yeah. just nah. Um, so what I wrote down: uh, Long Beach, California, indie pop. They released this single a year ago, and it's been on the charts for quite some time. Like, why? Yeah, I mean, it's got that like party groove feel that I know a lot of people want, like when they're just hanging out, trying to chill. Yeah, no, that's but it, it, pretty. It close just sounds. It sound. It's been done. Like I guess uh, I hate to say that. It's it's it it's just, a well worn path. Yeah, I I expect CeeLo to like jump in <laughs> in the middle of the song and be like, "Hey, come on, give my music back to me or something." Yeah, if he does a falsetto, fine. He's got the voice for it. I don't want to hear yeah. these kids do it. I just. I don't know. Okay, yeah, I understand the nope on that. We, there was one more on the list. Local natives, when am I going to lose you? Do you remember that one? I do, and that was the the biggest hipster rock example. Like beyond the others, this one felt more hipster than the than anything else. Was and it also equally nopey? Equally nopey. I like the video because it had fucking what's her name? Uh, one of the Mara sisters. Is it Ro- Rooney Mara or the other one? I can't remember. Um, but I can't think of her name. Kate, 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 Kate Mara. Mara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the older one. Um, that's yeah. Still doesn't save this. this. Doesn't save the song. Yeah, I don't know where this is going. What is? This? You could put like I don't know Mace Windu and the T one thousand fighting during the video for the song, and I would be I would still turn it off. I guess we just kind of cut to the heart of like what really makes Luke's artistic soul tick. What like, Star Wars? <laughs> Mace Windu and Terminator. Hmm, weird. <laughs> I heard Mace Windu, and then I lost you for a second. I was like, "What? What is <laughs> Terminator?" <laughs> Dude, let's just hope. Wait, does Disney own Terminator? Like, are we gonna someday but get? Isn't Isn't Terminator? Isn't it owned by Fox? So they just acquired that. Like, I'm just thinking, like, someday down the road, whatever, like, Kingdom Hearts 5, is, you're going to be able to fight as the fucking Terminator versus Mace Windu. Mace Windu is your companion. Oh, that would be amazing. Oh, my God. Okay, local natives. Sorry. Nope. Yeah, that was the most hipstery 
It just feels like the if you were to transcribe the sound to a feeling, to a texture, to me, that song, its feel is the feel of oil coming off of a hipster's beard, like being combed out of a hipster's beard as he kind of grooms himself. That's what that song feels like to me. That's oddly specific. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it's going to make me itchy. <laughs> I, don't know what the, I don't know what that means, but I think I'm a little itchy just listening to it. Enter the So that's all the new shit that I had looked up. Okay, yeah, these are some pretty shitty ones. I will tell there was one that I kind of liked. Was it by Paramore? No, I hated that one. Oh, oh, okay, let's start there. Because I can never tell. I think it's just very mood dependent for me. Sometimes I'm like, I think I could dig this. And then there's like a turn in the song. I'm like, no, hate it. I don't so, know. I think the thing that turned me off to this for this song the first like five or 10 seconds sounds like an, a late nineties, early two thousand cell phone going off, which maybe that's what they're going for. But the whole aesthetic and the sound, I, from the moment I heard that I, I tuned out, I was done. I don't know anything about Paramore. Do you? I thought that they were kind of a heavier rock female centric band. Um, that's all I really know. Yeah, I... Oh, hold on, I gotta answer my phone. Yep. Ah, you got me. <laughs> I looked over, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> he is fucking with me. <laughs> okay. So, vocally, I guess I enjoy it until... I don't I don't necessarily like the dancey beat. Yeah. But it's What the fuck is that? Why? <laughs> like are you it's like you're at the you're doing at the you're at the bingo parlor and you got to call out something to the crowd or something like what what is that? So to me it sounds like Paramore doing an impression of the band the Teen Tings. So I forgot you. You said this was a big, big hard nope for you, though, right? Yeah, okay. big hard no. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Who's this for? That's what I want to know. What's the next the next one that you hated pretty hard? <laughs> Probably the, we were just kids. Okay, uh, I would agree. Uh, what was the one you said you was a surprise uh, hit for you? 
99. Okay, okay. I can see that. <sighs> I don't like... Don't like the vocals. But there is some charm to this song, man. Not yet. I think, I think part of it is nostalgia on yeah. my part. So it's, it's full on hipster though. That's it the is, thing. It is. He's not pronouncing 1999. Like I know you don't have to say it like that. You're singing, but I, I don't even know like what dialect or it's, accent that that's approximating when you sing it. You got all the yeah yeah on every syllable that you say, yeah. so that it becomes. Yeah, like, are you going for Britpop? Are you going for, like, faux Brit West Coast punk? Like, what What are you singing? And I think that's where I had trouble, was because sentimentally, I appreciate, like, what's trying to be done, like, what's trying to be told through the song. Yeah. But I can't, I can't stand how it's being, like... I definitely know the 1999 version, Luke, would absolutely shit on this song. Well, yeah, we were still in it. We didn't, like, we were, I don't, I, I don't know, at whatever age we were in 99, we didn't, like, nostalgia didn't have that stranglehold on our hearts that it does yeah. now, though. <laughs> the song, I don't know, there's a part of me that thinks, okay, if you're gonna, if you're writing that song, then, like, shouldn't a part of it be, like, an extension of what 1999 felt like or what 1999 was like musically yeah there wasn't like a connection to like the video had more of a connection to the lyrics than the song did the song didn't feel 99 ish at all i don't think yeah or was it supposed to i don't know like the flute solo-ish weird melody that would come in it took me somewhere back in time but i I was like this doesn't i don't connect this to 99 i don't connect this to the 90s in general and then i think i just started getting angry because i started thinking about okay so brian adams had the summer of 69 and that was like that was happening in the 80s and i thought that that was old and now we have the summer of 99 (laughs) oh my god it's catching up with me i'm turning old this is crazy um so then i just had to turn the song off at a mild existential crisis. Yeah, I don't know. You had a mostly positive reaction to the song, yeah. or musically and thematically, like partially musically, mostly thematically, zero vocally. <laughs> okay, that's pretty fair assessment. But yeah, it's definitely, definitely an earworm. It really just, yeah. it, it's just Especially... catchy enough to be annoying. And that that flute thing, whatever that is, that definitely gets in you. Yeah. We Were Just Kids by Clean Bandit featuring Craig David and Kirsten Joy. I don't know who any of that fucking shit is. That just sounds like something that a producer just started typing into a field on on a website somewhere just like as they're submitting the music. Oh, fuck. I hate this one so much. It's kind of funny Looking back at those times Getting in playground fights This is... Oh. We moved to the city. 
So gross, just gross pop. Just mm-hmm. that part. I hate that part. What? The what? Ru- such what a rush. rush. Oh, what a rush. <laughs> so, oh. what I kept thinking as I was listening to this was, we're not see, we're not hearing the full title. We were just kids when we wrote this song. Like it's, it's so pop simple ah. to me. It drives me crazy. It feels like it was just written by kids. Like it doesn't feel it. It's there's no like depth to this song. There's no insight to this to me. It's just it's all surface level like bad poetry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it, the the title or, or that line. We were just kids. I I don't know what they're trying to what emotional thing they're trying to convey there. But just so it's such a loaded sounding phrase. It sounds yeah. like dangerous. Like we were just kids when those priests touched us or whatever the fuck. I don't know. <laughs> oh snap! We were just kids when. Uncle Tommy came over and blank blank. It's just like, what? Yeah, yeah, and it's just nothing that I really like about that song. The melody, the vocals, it's just all so, so simple to me, and I can't I can't get my head around it. Yeah, I just don't know what they're singing about. I, I mean, I, the responsible thing to do as reviewers here would be like, okay, let's look at the lyrics. But I, I just, there's nothing, nothing compelling me to. I just, I'm like, yeah. I, I want to unknow this song, but I hear it multiple times a day and I'm just, I don't care what happened to you when you were just kids. It's, <laughs> I mean, it feels like it was written. It was written to be played at weddings for like a first dance. <sighs> you know what I'm saying? Like just gross. <laughs> <laughs> that's the feeling i get from it that it's just it's irresistibly positive pointlessly positive and pointlessly bubbly yeah i don't even get the positivity off it i get like a, a kind of that, manically bubbly yeah, yes we have to be happy because that's what we have to do that's all that we have left in life this this fucking song don't stop singing i think we're running short on time and oh god what's that sound ah, ah, ah. This week on this weekly, yeah, like if I wish we did this weekly. Helicopter full of chainsaws. I've been following a couple of things recently. Um, are you familiar with Flesh God Apocalypse? No. Are you familiar with Carnifex? I believe I've heard that one before. Okay, those two bands have been in my daily rotation for a little bit. Carnifex's album World War X just came out last weekend. They're kind of like deathcore. I don't know. Not something I would normally okay. like, but the, when they dropped the single you know, a month or a couple months ago, it drew me in. Can't stop listening to it. Flesh God Apocalypse, I've listened to for a while. They're an Italian uh, melodic death metal, symphonic death metal thing. They play so fast. <laughs> Really, <laughs> vocally, they're it's you know it's not impressive, but just the orchestration backing all their music is is always pretty impressive. But this most recent album that they just put out is th- just they're at the top of their game, so I can't stop listening to it. So do you want to do you want to explore one of the singles from one of those albums? 
Yeah, lay what, it on me. What's 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 your choose your poison? What was the fr- flesh god apocalypse? Yeah, let's try that one. Is uh, that the wait? Was that the fast one? Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Okay. One. I feel like the feeling that I'm experiencing right now is what like uh, a NASCAR fan feels as they're getting ready to watch a race. Oh no! No, no, like in a good way. Like I'm in. It's anticipation. It's a weird analogy. You can cut that out. Whatever. <laughs> let's play the song. <laughs> Here we go. So yeah, it starts off a little slow for them. I like this. <clears throat> Gives you a hint of how epic they normally try to be. Yeah, I think but that a lot. Usually quite a bit more aggressive, too. Yeah, dude, it's just like gravity blasts forever. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, fun stuff. Fun stuff. Yeah, man. Uh, it's like, what was that? Like 300 beats a minute. (laughs) (laughs) And it's at this point that the drummer's legs catch on fire. I don't know how, when you play like that, how you can do a two-hour show or an hour show. How, like, like, no joke. Like, how do your, how do your how do your balls stay, like, how do you not hurt your testicles when you're playing that fast as a drum? Like, do you, yeah, do you have to, like, wear a cup to play the drums? Like, you've got to have, like, a, like, some sort of a separator, not just a cup. Like, it's got to, like, it's got to keep your thighs out away because you're going to start a fire down there. <laughs> well, I don't know. Everyone that, like, I, I don't know anything. I don't know shit about drumming, but I watch a lot of drumming tutorials, which is weird since I will never in my life drum. <laughs> but everyone hits drums in such, like, a wide stance. Do you? I, That's I don't... true. I guess you would, like, you just take a wide. Yeah. No, I, I kind of side saddle it. I put my legs together. That's how I play. It looks like the most complicated <laughs> instrument to play. Yeah, that's one thing that I always regretted. I always wanted a double bass drum pedal when I was a teenager. And my dad and my brother both scoffed at it. They really? were like, you don't need a double bass drum pedal. But it was it was present in all of the music that I loved, that I yeah. liked to listen to and like played the drums along with. Yeah. And I never got a chance to like, to, so you, like really learn it. To this so, day, you still have not uh, played. I, a... Like I've I've messed around with them at music stores, but then I feel like I hate doing that at music stores. I just hate playing music in music stores because I I don't know feel like people are I don't know I get self conscious when I'm when I'm at music stores. Do you, like that. do you picture that scene from Wayne's World where they point at the no steroid? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is this is some. Um... So can I? I have to point something out to you. I had a uh, a music recommendation. Oh shit! I didn't, but I didn't want to cut the chain, the helicopter chainsaws. Oh no! Short. Go ahead though. What is it? 
Have I talked about Russian circles on this? Um, I, if not, we talked about the genre they're in. Did they just, they just released a new album, right? They did. That's what I was going to say. Is it good? I, it is fantastic. I, yeah, yeah, I think I told you that they were one of the bands that I listened to, like when I'm writing. Yeah. um, Like them and Pelican. Yeah. Yeah. And this one is, this album especially is like more straightforward, like gets, gets to the meat and potatoes of the songs a little faster than the other songs or other albums have recently. Um, Yeah. It's of particular interest. um, Our luck, A R L U C K and quartered are two, um, two excellent tracks from that, that album, just uh, for your own personal pleasure. Okay. I'll give it a listen. I I did happen to see it when I was, putting some of this together and i was like ah yeah i need i need to start listening to a little more instrumental stuff because as my listening habits are changing that would be more conducive to what else i'm trying to do when i'm listening to music so yeah oh so going back to the last episode so that we ended with or near the end cody had composed a song recently did you do you remember the song or do you remember reacting to it at all i can play it anyway yeah that's fun. I like little... that a lot. Yeah. So, do you have any like first reactions before I start talking about it? As far as musically or what he was like musically, let's just start with that. Yeah. I immediately like got in in tune with that song. I was into that a lot. The riff is just like it has a nice groove to it. It's just fun yeah, instantly. Yeah. It's a very groove metal feel, and it's just it's that funky hard metal that that I absolutely love. I can't believe I don't know how I missed that in the listening to the episode so that i feel like shit for that but listening to him talk about like making it reminds me of things that i well stuff that you think about like anybody any creator like anybody making something has that like self-doubting like second guessing they made this thing and they're like oh there's like i i know this thing in and out and i know that there's i don't know there's a a beat that i i wanted to be on on this part but it's it's a little off and i know that but anybody who listens to it right out of the gate yeah sounds awesome so yeah like you're too inside it because like you had a vision and it's hard to you know live up to that and i yeah i i appreciated his his own level of self-criticism and And scrutiny yeah Yeah. but man like that so that's obviously he's been writing songs beyond like before that but that's his first metal song he grew up playing the violin so he has like a musical background yeah but i he wrote this in logic and i think his main background with that software was just like writing hip-hop beats and he would sell, sell them here or there it was a really damn good first effort that's a damn good first step, yeah. for sure. The meatiness of that of that riff, um, and those drops, like the the breaks. Yeah, he likes he likes his brutal breakdowns. He's more into yeah. like hardcore and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, there's something really admirable admirable about the ability to do that. Like I always enjoyed all your stuff when you were working on uh, the Blackwater project. Ah. You know, because it, that that same thing, like you were really just composing, yeah, something, you know, pretty ambitious. <laughs> All right, man, let's get talking to you. All right, have a good one. Oh, oh man, I never <laughs> seen. <that. laughs> oh, wow.
I'm allergic to this song. <laughs> Me too. Got to ride with some tow truck drivers that were really interesting. Man, whew, I am juicy sweaty tonight. <laughs> if I was a Magic the Gathering card, oh, no. <laughs> I'd be a piece of mana that's just juicy all the time. I Not know. a swamp. It's just, it just glistens. It's like a glacier in the sun. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good album title. What the? What am I trying to? How say? did your crushes work? I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, forget that. What you're talking about? Like, by lunch, I didn't like her anymore. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, lame acid to the max. All right. I live that life every day. Pictures in the sun. That <laughs> is what we are. People on the run, running very far. Hey, I think we got it. I think we got a song right there. All right. And that's a wrap, folks. <laughs>